Welcome to the bi-week edition of Off the Record with Danny Rogers. I am soloing this podcast and I've been looking forward to doing this for weeks. So essentially, I sent in a, twi- a tweet earlier this week and I asked fans, hey, give me all of your questions. They can be random, they can be about football, they can be about journalism, broadcasting, whatever, and you guys delivered. So I'm so excited to share some of these fan questions, answer them for you, and you guys can get to uh, get to know me a little bit better or don't or click off this it's totally up to you okay my girl katie sent in a few questions and i appreciate all of them uh first one how cool is it to get to talk to all of the coaches and players this is my favorite part of the job whether it's talking to coaches and players for a story or a nugget or an update on the week it doesn't matter as long as i'm being able to communicate with coaches who are extremely good at their job, players who are playing at the highest level of the NFL, like, and all the stories that come with it. Like, these guys have some of the greatest stories, um, stories of adversity and how they made it to where they are in their lives. So this is the best part of my job, hands down. Nothing even comes close to it. So thank you for that question. This is my girl, Lauren. She is currently a student at IU. She was on the ground here with the uh, Hard Knocks crew and she crushed it so shout out to you Lauren she asked as the Detroit Lions reporter how much freedom do you have to create content with the team for example did you come with, come up with your podcast in tv show concepts I love this question I will say I have all the freedom in the world to pitch anything that I would like to pitch and I know it's listened to listened to rather and uh, not every time does an idea come to fruition however in my job interview what did I, I interviewed for this job in June of 2021. And of course they asked, what new ideas could you bring to the new media team here at the Detroit Lions? And I said, look, I have seen other NFL teams with podcast and the video component. Here we are. It took us a season, but I am so pumped. Um, so I have a lot of freedom. Uh, TV show concepts. TV show she is referring to is Inside the Pride airing every Wednesday. Has has a little bit of different air times across the state, but mainly Wednesday Um, And I got to have my hand in a lot of that conceptualization along with executive producer Dustin. So he rocks. So shout out to everyone on that. It takes about 10 people to produce that show, by the way. So please watch it. Vinny, our intern, is running the camera right now. He even helps with it. So it's it's a very big deal. Um, Neil Larson, when are you and Tim Twentyman going to swap podcasts for an episode? Not as guests, but replacing each other as hosts. I will preface this by saying Neil is the uh, man who set up this entire set along with Vincenzo and he is one of our media producers here. He's very good at what he does. Tim Twentyman has, what is it, 20 Men in the Huddle podcast that breaks down like the football side of stuff. Off the record is pretty much everything not football related and I would love to. Tim, hit me up. Come on, bring it. Let's swap. Who's your next guest for Off the Record? I want to hear it. Okay, next up. Another one from my girl Katie overseas. Do you do all the editing work for the podcast and Inside the Pride episodes? Yes for the podcast. No for Inside the Pride because that is a 30-minute show that no one should have to do by themselves. And thankfully, we do not. How closely do you work with the media team? I am the I am a part of the media team. My official title is team reporter and I fall under the new media category. So that's us. Have you had ideas for content that you really want to make with the Lions that they just won't agree to yet? Um, honestly, the biggest one was the podcast with video. So we're here. We're, we're, we're here. We're doing, we're doing the dang thing. So no, not yet, which is good. Uh, Maxwell Hahn. I will, I will say that when I was getting on the flight to New England, 
um, our producers from the media team decided to bombard my Twitter. Maxwell Hahn, Max, is another talented producer we have here, and he sent his in. Can you get Mike O'Hara on your pod specifically so he can toss his notebook again? There's a running joke. Mike O'Hara, we were talking about something, and he just tossed his notebook in, in disgust, I think, about something. And it was a great, it was a great TV moment. I think it was during the draft. I don't even know what got him so worked up. But Mike, chill. He is one of the goats here with the Detroit Lions. Ooh, one pride at one Lions lover asked, what's a day in the life look like for you on game day? Also, where'd you get that white, blue and white flannel that I was wearing on my Instagram story? I know exactly what you're talking about. I got it at a Los Angeles, I want to say Los Angeles H&M when we played the Rams last season. So I don't know if it's still there, but thank you. Uh, What does a day in the life look like for you on game day? So it changes whether it's a home game or an away game. I'll start with home game. My responsibilities have just been upped a lot this season, which has been amazing. That's more reps for me. That's more time that I get to spend um, getting used to know the game of football, honestly. So, and it's more time, like, I guess I get to spend like in front of fans. So you guys can get to know me a little bit better. But game day, I wake up. I'm to the stadium by like 9, 9.30 a.m. I get there. I usually curl my hair there or else it will fall out. I'm looking for a new curling iron currently. Um, but I get ready and then I spend about an hour and a half hour like just finishing the rest of my prep for the pregame show that airs at 11.30 a.m. Um, inside Ford Field. My host is Anthony Bellino. So we have a 30-minute show. We go over inactives, what to expect for that game. We do some cool packages and we have our fantasy football segment, which... I'm not winning currently. So that's 1130 to noon. After that, I usually haven't eaten yet. So I'll grab some food. I'll go down and make my rounds on the field. Um, When you're in this industry, I don't know. I've been a part of the NFL since I was 21 years old. So going on four or five years, you know people from just about every team now, which is awesome. So in that little window, I get to go down and say hello to uh, coaches or players that I've come across in my career, which is one of my absolute favorite things on game day and then I I am still trying to figure this out where I sit on game day I change it up every game honestly it has to do with getting good wi-fi so I can look over the the live stats but then I get ready to do some in-game hits at the desk that go on the big video board so we have halftime highlights that cover the first half of Detroit Lions versus whoever and then we also have scores around the league and highlights around the league so we also we also catch up on that. So that's my halftime. That's my third quarter. The rest of it, I am prepping my post-game questions in case we win. That's when I get to do my post-game interviews. I would like to do 12 more of those this season. We got one down. We want to do 12 more. And then I get ready for my post-game show, Detroit Lions Live, with the one and only Lomas Brown. And we do that show for about 30, 30 to 45 minutes um, post-game where we cover all the pressers uh, and all the nuggets from that game. Away games, honestly, are a little more chill. I have a pregame hit that I do with Fox 2 on their Lions live show. That starts at 10 a.m. Eastern, goes 10 to 11. So they do an awesome job on there. And that's new for me this year. So I've been so excited to work with the likes of Dan Miller and my girl Jen Hammond over there, TJ Lang, Jeff, photographer. He's the GOAT. And then essentially I spend the whole game, um, I'll, I'll watch warm up, see who's warming up. If there's any questionables, see if they're warming up. And then I will uh, watch the game and tweet as I go, report as I go, and and keep track of everything. So I am brushed up and ready to go for a post-game interview if we win. And the same thing, post-game show. Okay, that was, wow. We do a lot on game day. 
they, we're getting our money's worth on game day. Back to my girl Katie. What's the difference between covering local teams like you did with BCSN? So she knows. She knows what BCSN is. And a national team. Was this always what you wanted to work with? Do you follow any other sports? This is a great question. Shout out to BCSN in Toledo, Ohio. I secured that job, I think, I don't know, five days after graduating Michigan back in December of 2017. And uh, so two weeks leading up to graduation, had no job offers. Somehow got a call from BCSN, spent about two and a half years doing everything imaginable under the sun. And it has prepared me um, extranomically. I'm not even trying that word. It has prepared me for jobs like this so bcsn was local tv sports we were doing a 30 minute live show every night um so that is very different from working with a national team like the nfl the detroit lions um because you're actually only working for one team so you're covering one sport granted if you've seen my instagram you'll notice that i do a lot of other sports like basketball um college football we do a lot we do a lot we don't really stop at any point so the biggest difference is that you're only covering one team that one team pays you and then in local tv and local sports you're working for a news station and you have got to be on your game with a variety of sports topics athletes so it's a very big difference I will say this job is harder way harder what was this always what you wanted to work with do you follow any other sports uh grew up playing basketball so uh, knew basketball a lot better, but in college when I was at Michigan, I interned under Jim Harbaugh. So I kept just going back to the football side of things, which was great. That's kind of why I went to Michigan so I could work with a program like the Wolverines. So um, it was always kind of just, I was always kind of paving that way to go to football. So when um, Detroit Lions called, I was working with the University of Arizona football team. Go Wildcats. I'm really proud of what they've been able to do this season. Um, so, and then I had also interned for the Los Angeles Rams when I was in college. So a lot of football experience. So there's no surprise that this is where I am now. Do I follow any other sports? Yeah. Like I mentioned, basketball, college football, um, played softball growing up. So I love, I love watching that. We dabble. We dabble. Um, another one from my girl, Katie, if someone wanted to get into sports journalism, what is the most important thing to know? Okay. Most important thing that I have learned is you don't always have to share like the nuggets that you get from players or coaches. It will hurt nothing if you don't tweet something. It could hurt more if you do tweet something. So um, what I mean by that is I would I would focus on building up trust more than heading straight to Twitter and trying to break a story or to share a nugget that no one else knows. Um, I keep a lot of that close to the best so that I'm building up trust and no one has to worry about, oh, she's going to tweet something that she shouldn't. And so that's what I would advice I'd give to sports broadcasters, journalists, the whole thing. Bubba Dave 64 wants to know if I'm on the phone 24-7. Like just on the phone in general or like speaking on the phone, taking phone calls. I am on my phone a lot. It is not good. I need to lower the hours, minutes I spend on my phone, on social media, of course, a week. It is not good. Um, Do you get off the record info? Uh, yeah, sure. And these and these two questions kind of go hand in hand. Or is the team only business with you? So as an NFL team reporter, it's a very interesting dynamic. And it's a little bit of a balancing act that you have to do. Because uh, yes, I get off the record info. Because these I've had some 
coaches, players who really trust me um, with information, which is like the best compliment I could have ever gotten is, oh, you're telling me things that that is off the record um, or is a team business only with you. So the balancing act comes in with knowing some of these nuggets that not everyone knows because coaches and players trust you with, oh, what what can I share? So it's for me making sure that honestly, I don't go on like go searching for things because it's harder for me to decipher what I should know and shouldn't know so I kind of err on the on the side of okay if if a player coach comes trust me with some information some nuggets um, I'm going to mainly keep them to myself and probably never share them um, and just use that as as a trust builder going through um, for the rest of my career um, but yeah, there is there are certain points where the team does keep it business with me where um, I don't have special access. I'm still a part of the media. So it's a little bit of, a, yeah, like I mentioned, a, a balancing act of, of being with the media, but also working for the team, making sure you don't know too much information so you don't have to decipher what you can and can't share. It's interesting. I will say that. Um, what's your go-to Thanksgiving meal since Canadian folk sub- celebrate on Monday? This is a great question. I'm not a big turkey girl. It can be very dry sometimes. I hate cranberry sauce. No, I'm not the Scrooge of Thanksgiving. Oh my God. Vinny cannot believe that I just said no cranberry sauce. So- cranberry sauce or turkey? Which one bothers you more? Cranberry sauce. So you love cranberry sauce? Yeah. It does nothing for me. Listen, if I'm going to have some turkey or a turkey leg, I'm going to have to pour in a whole a whole bottle of Frank's Red Hot Sauce onto it. That's gross. It's, it's not gross. It's It makes it flavorful, spicy. I'm a spicy girl. That's why I've had heartburn since the age of 16. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um. People sneaking in and out. Uh. But yeah. What is it? Pumpkin. I'll do a little bit of pumpkin pie. Have to have Cool Whip on it. But if you like, if you put like a nice little like fillet in front of me, who has fillet at Thanksgiving? Uh. I think my mom did crab legs one year because we're like, mom, please. Like we're going on a quarter of a century. Please change it up. Right now, Thanksgivings look a lot different. I usually get to the dinner when it's done. So I'll just kind of eat by myself and family will gather around like um, I didn't miss out on an entire holiday, but we are used to that. So I'm honestly boring. I'll eat a salad for every meal of my entire life. Uh, Tim Tebow (laughs) thought I meant questions for Dan Campbell and I was calling him Danny. I can confirm that I have never heard a single soul call anyone Dan Campbell Danny. Um, Real Danny right here. Your role as a team reporter seems pretty unique. I've said that, I guess. How would you you compare it to past jabs you jobs you have had or seen around the industry it's super unique because like I mentioned you're working for the same team that you cover so it's once once again it's a balancing act knowing information knowing what to share what to keep to yourself um a network reporter can be a little more risque with their comments and a little more critical I'm not here to criticize these coaches and players they have enough stress pressure on their plates we'll deliver the stats and facts and um you guys can form your own opinion um so i'm not here to i'm not here to criticize but i will say i'm not here to be a cheerleader on the sidelines we're here to learn football to share stories of these players and coaches and uh just open them up to the public so you guys can can know and love these lions as well what is your prep work like what templates do you like to use I don't use a template. Well, not like a physical template. I have a physical or a more mental template in my head. It has grown exponentially every single year. With sometimes each event, 
the prep work changes because I just figure out what works, what doesn't, what helps me be um, a better reporter. Half of it comes down to literally organizing your notes in, a, in an efficient way so that you can find it faster than the, the speed of light. What I mean by that is because if a player goes down, you have to be able to pull that nugget, whether it's in the back of your head or it's somewhere in your notes, like as quick as humanly possible. Because if you let five, 10 seconds go by, it may not be relevant anymore. So that is a, uh, a big part of this job is just being to work on the fly, know your stuff so well that you really don't have to reference a couple of notes and know your stuff so well that you can say it like three or five different ways. Honestly, that's what I've learned. Don't memorize things. Just be able to say them a lot of different ways. Prep work like, um, I'll go back to our preseason games for the Detroit Lions. I would spend the week going up to players and coaches and getting nuggets through nuggets from them throughout the week. And season two looked a lot different from season one because I was able to follow storylines a little bit better. I had a better sense of who was kind of making the team, uh, what stories were more relevant than season one where I had no idea what I was doing had sidelined probably about 70 college basketball games and high school football games, but never NFL and not in this kind of environment where the coaches and athletes are here in the same building. So I'd spend the week gathering nuggets. Then we would, um, that includes press conferences, player interviews, everything, everything helped. And then what was it? Probably Friday or Saturday, we'd have a production meeting with head coach Dan Campbell. Week one, we had it with coach and all the coordinators which was amazing I think we spent two hours in that room just getting all of the greatest nuggets from these coaches and then I spent a lot of time writing down all those notes forming them into stories bullet pointing them organizing them so uh, I didn't skip a beat so we knew our stuff very well and I can definitely tell you preseason season number two a lot better than preseason number one and that just comes with a lot of reps and, and just having more experience Let's see if there are any more questions that I missed. Okay, this is a fun one. Neil ends back. Backstreet Boys are NSYNC. I really don't even know if I can come to terms with this one. It's a very difficult question. I have to make sure there's my little can is not out there for branding purposes. I think I'm going to go with Backstreet Boys. I think that was more my era. 95 babies. You guys know what I'm talking about. Um, another one from Neil and great questions Neil why did you settle for on off the record if everything is very much on the record did you have other names you were tossing around what was one was it um Tuesdays with Danny on any given Sunday. (laughs) there's like an any given what is it what is the title any given any given Sunday Sunday. so they wanted me to name the show Danny given Sunday on a Tuesday because this show airs on Tuesday yeah I'll say I'll say it here that was dumb you guys but thank you for the everyone kind of put their like two cents into it and I'm like actually everyone just please stop right now this is not okay let's see if there are any more that I missed we just crushed through a ton those are the ones that I felt the need to pull Vinny did you send any questions in any of them pique your mind right now As your phone's going off, dude. You're so popular, dude. Was it your mom calling you? Anyway, okay. I think that wraps it up. Hopefully that gives you guys just more behind the scenes take on what I do on a daily basis. I feel like I just talked for an hour. Hopefully it wasn't that. Hopefully it was more like 20 minutes. Um, that's your bi-week edition. 
I would like to say we're chilling here this week. I got my little sweatshirt on, but we are not chilling. Um, but I hope you guys have been joined off the record so far. Plenty of more guests to come. As always, let me know if there is a certain guest within the NFL, Detroit Lions, the Detroit community that you would like to hear from. And I'll do my little my little stalker business on social media and see if they'd be a good fit. But appreciate you guys all so much for sending in your questions, for following me. It's like I know what I'm saying sometimes. You guys validate me. Sometimes. Some of you guys are mean, but that's okay. There, Y'all can't be nice. I appreciate you guys. That is a wrap for this episode of Off the Record. Stay tuned. Next Tuesday, a whole new episode drops.